Wednesday. It is Wednesday, the 24th of November. I'm overwhelmed to be here. I'm overwhelmed to share the news. Flux with a flow and flux with a show. It's proclamation news and gatherings with the prodigious, the prominence professor Johnson at PNG. I'm a trainee local councillor for the Conservative Party, constituent of Essex. Um, thank you all for coming over. I really, really appreciate everyone supporting the show, how they can be both preserved and observed through the show. Makes you part of the aristocracy social elite. Say today, I want to do more for God than I did yesterday. Tomorrow, I'm going to do more for God tomorrow than I did today. Say hallelujah, amen. I always want to work on that progressive progression. Absolutely. Always, you know, working to better myself, better my aspirations, and better my future goals and gains. Always, you know, always doing something methodical. This is what I do most days. Thank you all for coming through. It's the 24th of November. Almost coming to the Christmas months ahead. Not so many more weeks. It's a month today till Christmas. Thank you all for coming through again. We're going to move on with um, UK Karma students. We're going, have, we're going to have a couple of breaks as well in between the show. So please, please be patient while we're having a break. And I will have um, a good catch up. There's a, there's a lot of crimes. So uh, gents and women on board listening. Be warned with the crimes ahead. Cyber, um, cyber crime, sexual activity on social media happens a lot more so than not so. It's more so than often. Um, sex workers especially have to be very, very vigilant how they proact on social media now because it's classed as a crime. It's been brought for the commons. Something else to take on board. Uh, some of you men, young gentlemen acting as predators towards women trying to endorse or influence your sexuality to women. It's not a good sport. Same as women as well. I think it's more so men it is women to be fair. How they condone themselves. Anyway, before entering UK roads, think first, think safety. Do not enter the vehicle under sleep deprivation. Especially lorry drivers, they, if they've done a long shift, make sure they have that taco break. Um, or you ladies and gentlemen, just go out to work, you're 9 till 5 and you're out on Thursday night. You don't, shouldn't be going to work the next day if you haven't slept. You're just up till 4 and then you'll get up at 9 and drive to work. Shouldn't be doing it, you're still, old. You're still under the influence of alcohol. You're still under the influence of not enough sleep. Sleep deprivation. So do not enter the vehicle on sleep deprivation. Nymphozacrism or narcotics. Check your engine oil, water coolant tank, make sure they're topped up to maximum level. Check your PSI limits, make sure you've got plenty sufficient um, air pressure tyres. Plenty sufficient fuel on board to travel from A to B. Absolutely, if you have a breakdown, you might, you know, you could break down, or if there's a breakdown the road, you could be not have enough fuel to make it to the next petrol station or to your destination. Check for further road safety signs. Please um, 
check well police yeah police action is police ask to pull over pull over check for roadworks making sure road workers are not leaving behind the house fencing on merging onto the road drive vigilant around roadworks absolutely make sure you and passengers have uh, seat belts on and babies have a seat belt adjacent to the car seat checking your centre mirror wing mirror before turning acting into a safe sufficient directional choice before I give the headlines this is also an advertisement for people to start up their own YouTube how to bring in an audience you know build it build up your algorithm through um, if it's Facebook YouTube um, podcast Applecast Spotify however you want to go about your day-to-day -day regime how to go about building your algorithm new stars that want to do a podcast you need some you know a hobby and interest something you need to do methodical that you're going to enjoy doing don't just jump into the deep end and think you can just have a i mean i know many people have been starting cast box podcast and they're just talking about their day-to-day -day regime it's not everything what it's not something that everyone wants to you know it's not something everyone wants to get involved in really talking about what you're up to what are you doing tonight where are you going tomorrow them sort of conversations is what you do every day can you keep that methodical with a friend or a few friends on on a radio i don't think you can because many of them have failed doing it many of them have you know was doing it a lot of people join it just have a general discussion which a lot of other applications are doing they're doing it on facebook doing it on uh, plenty of fish meet me scout them sort of confiscations them sort of conversations rely on certain segments this is the political sphere that everyday living you know it needs some great thought comparing and contrasting evidences um, bring up your own evaluation making an argument which you can do to yourself in your mind it takes some academics take some thoughtful process on my theological thoughtful process was back in uh, 2018 when I first started paternalistic national news. Obviously, I was, was going in 2015. I think it may beyond that, before that. Um, yeah, it may well have been before that. When I, was, you know, when I just when I was just starting my professional boxing career, I used to do YouTube, and it escalated onto cast box in 2018, I believe. And now we are here today, and we're all over the media proclamation news and gatherance is here to stay i know i'm overwhelmed for you audience joining the show and i'm giving some top tips for new beginners ladies and gentlemen carmenstons in itswich today itswich which is in suffolk southeast of england we have carmenston on the a12 queuing traffic on a12 northbound at a14 junction 55 Cop Dock Interchange, 24th of November, 7.51 a.m. first reported. Bishop Stalford, at the B1256, slow traffic in the construction area. Butler's Lane, both ways at Butler's Lane, in the construction area. Tempe traffic lights, 9.15. Chelmsford A138 reports of 
of slow traffic due to accident on A138, Chelmer Road at A114 Essex. Yearn Menary Way, Army and Navy at 9.38am, first reported. Don't you love it when you're trying to give the car license? You've got a load of ads jumping up in front of your eyes. You're like, my goodness, can I, can I comprehend with such monstrosity of things coming up in my face? <laughs> anyway, East London. East London, traffic signal failure on Linton Road at Cambridge Road, 12.40pm, first reported. near Watford, Greater London, M25, lane blocked on exit ramp due to stall truck on M25, clockwise at junction 23A1, junction 1 South Mims, traffic is Cudmore in lane 1 of 3, at the traffic lights, 9.53am first reported. West London, Wembley, M4, current traffic for three miles due to earlier accident on M4, eastbound between Junction 4, Heathrow, Uxbridge and Junction 3, A312. The Parkway Hayes, Heston, congestion to Junction 4B, M25. All lanes have been reopened. 8.56am. 8, I'm getting a bit of a closer scale, see... What's going on here? Just off St Albans. I oh, know we've done that one. Bishop Stalford. Bishop Stalford. A1184. Current traffic. London Road. Southbound at the White Line Pub. 7.35am. First reported. We're just going to move on. This is what. This is something very, very... Uh, significant and we're going to talk about it shortly we can give a shout out for our sponsors on our show we're not getting paid but just do it because they've looked after me and they've probably saved my life to be fair so um pss alarms very etiquette and pragmatic works carried out all areas covered including central station monitoring provided all works done including to insurance requirements this is a friend of mine's company. He's carried out etiquette works in Harry Kane's stepmother's house in Hertfordshire Potter's Bar. He's carried out etiquette works in Essex, such as Casbah Restaurant and many more big businesses. Casbah is now under a different name. Please get a pen and paper ready to take Tarek, Tarek Khan's number. Tarek is spelled T-A-R-I-Q. Installation and maintenance of intruder alarms, fire alarms, CCTV, all his work is guaranteed and certified to SSAIB standards with a 24-hour call-out service. It can provide CCTV for pubs, clubs, restaurants or new business setups. Secure your business. Mention Professor Johnson for extra discount. When he says his 24-hour call-out service, say you've got a club, nightclub perhaps, and your CCTV is playing up, or your intruder alarm's not working, you can get him to come in and check it at three in the morning. You know, obviously with a bit of notice, you can't just ring him up at three in the morning and expect him to be 
hello Mr. Tarek, can you come sort this out? He might be asleep, he might have had a long day, but give him a bit of notice, I'm sure he can schedule the 24 hour checkup. Um, Tarek Khan, get a pen and paper ready. 07908, 07908, 216142. I'll repeat, 07908, 216142. Please speak to Tarek Khan. Don't forget to mention Professor Johnson. Get yourself an extra discount. Secure your equity. Even your home. Even your family home. Secure your children's safety. A lot of burglaries this time of year. Make sure you're safe within your home. Check. People might want to make a change to their lifestyle. To better their well-being. Better their health. RelaxUK.com RelaxUK Limited Health, Travel and wellness products since 1997 uk relaxation shops send various various ranges of products from relaxation travel well-being biofeedback sleeping and natural products relax uk limited health travel wellness products since 1997 uk relaxation shops send various ranges of products from relaxation travel well-being biofeedback sleeping and natural products Check that out, relax-uk.com, relax-uk.com. Did you get that? Relax-uk.com, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have a short break shortly, ladies and gents. I love you guys tuning in. It means an awful lot to me. And this is something that's very significant to my ears. No, we're not going to talk about that just yet. Um, oh... The thing I wanted to talk about, I cannot find. How ironic is that? Oh my goodness. Right, we're going to have a short, short break, ladies and gents. What I wanted to talk about is not even now. No, it's not. We're going to have a short break for a couple of moments. Not long at all. I'll come straight back on there. It's proclamation of Gavin's. Um, I'm overwhelmed that you guys are tuning in day in, day out. LBC short break and we're going to get back to the show please leave your comments feel free and please feel free to follow us as well um who's on the show I just want to say hello to everyone as well Caden Holly Leach Alan Daniel Megan Miss Cat Okay, we're going to have to run on the show, I'm afraid. I don't know if everyone's going to hear the LBC in the background. We're just going to carry on. We're going to copy on the show. I just want to say thank you all for tuning in. Please subscribe to Proclamation News and Gavins. Also, welcome to say hello in the comments there, and I will get back to you. It is talking about the wind rush throughout the Parliament at the moment. The wind rush scheme. Many people don't know about what is going on, what the wind rush is. I will give you an explanation after this segment from the Home Office. The Home Office should be stripped of responsibility for the wind rush scheme, the MPs say. Home Office should be stripped of responsibility for the wind rush compensation scheme and it should be transferred to an independent organisation, a report by MPs say her home office committee's report said the vast majority of people who applied have yet to receive 
a penny. Four years after the scandal first emerged, but the department said it was making improvements to the scheme. The scandal mainly hit UK residents originally from the Caribbean. It saw thousands wrongly denied healthcare, housing or the right to work, or being held detained or deported by immigration officials. It affected people from the Windrush generation who arrived in the UK between 1948 and 1971 from the Caribbean countries. They were granted indefinitely to remain in 1971, but thousands were children who had travelled on their parents' passports. Because of this, many were unable to prove they had the right to live in the country when hostile environment and immigration policies demanded the showing of documentation began in 2012. I've got Caribbean descent in my ethnicity. The cross-party committee of MPs found that an official scheme launched in 2019 to compensate people affected had now become a further trauma for people applying. With a litany of flaws in its design and operation, it concluded there were excessive burdens on claimants, inadequate staffing and long delays, and many of those affected are still fearful of the Home Office to apply. The MPs recommended an independent organisation should be handed responsible for running the scheme to increase trust and encourage more applicants. The scheme contains many of the same bureaucratic insensitivities that led to the Windrush scandal in the first place, the report has concluded. The Home Office took too long to engage at grassroots level to build trust in the scheme it added. Such delays mean that September 2021 only one in five of the estimated 15,000 eligible claimants had applied to the scheme and only a quarter of these had received compensation. MPs highlighted the fact that 23 individuals died before receiving any compensation. Politicians welcomed changes made to the scheme in December 2020 to speed up payments, but said these were long overdue and did not go far enough. It is truly shocking how people have received any compensation for the hardship they endured at the hands of the Home Office, said Yvette Cooper, who is chairman of the committee. Urgent action is needed to get compensation to those who have been so badly wronged. It is a staggering, given the failures of the Windrush scandal, that the Home Office has allowed some of the same problems to affect the Windrush compensation scheme too, she said, she added. The report urged the Home Office, um, Home Office to encourage more of the Windrush generation to apply for the compensation, ensure everyone affected is granted some compensation quickly, increase the amount paid, guaranteed legal assistance for all claimants, give greater support to grassroots campaigns. Responding to the report, the Home Office has said the Home Secretary and the Department remain steadfast in our commitment to ensure that members of the Windrush generation receive a penny of the compensation 
that they are entitled to receive every penny. We continue to make improvements such as amplifying the application process, hiring more caseworkers and removing the end date. I'll give you a bit of a idea what the wind rush is. I'm pretty sure that's something Theresa May was trying to support. The wind rush scandal was it a 2018 British political scandal concerning people wrongly detained, detained legal rights, threatened with deportation, and in at least 83 cases wrongly deported from the UK by the Home Office. Many of those affected had been born subjects and had arrived the UK before 1973, particularly from Caribbean countries. As members of the Windrush generation, so named after the Empire Windrush, the ship that brought one of the first groups of West Indian migrants into the UK in 1948. As well those who deported and unknown numbers were detained, lost their jobs or homes, had their passports um, confiscated, or were denied benefits or medical care to which they were entitled. A number of long-term UK residents were refused re-entry in the UK. A large number were threatened with immediate uh, deportation by the Home Office, linked by commentators to a hostile environment policy. Can I just name something? I've, I've had my passport uh, detained. I've got West Indian in my ethnicity. It's kind of, kind of ironic, isn't it? Kind of ironic, don't you think, that all that happened? All of the same that same year, 2018, it all come about. All, when all that come about, that's when my passport got detained, got taken. Instituted by Theresa May during the time as a Home Secretary. Scan, scandal led to the resignation of Amber Rudd as Home Secretary in 2018 and the appointment of Sajid Javid as a successor. Scandal also prompted a wider debate and British immigration policy and Home Office practice. March 2020 independent windbush lessons learned a review conducted by the Inspector of the Constabulary. It concluded that the Home Office had shown ignorance and thoughtfulness and that what happened had been foreseeable and avoidable. It further found that immigration regulations were tightened with complete dis disregard for the Windrush generation and that officials have made an uh, irrational demand for multiple documents to establish residency, the residency rights. I just wanted to give you a bit of a brief reading of what the Windrush was about. I could go on and on, look for the background of things, talk about the hostile environment policy that they were living amongst. And um, yeah, but we're not going to do that. We're going to move on with today's modern society of politics. Boris Johnson's had a few uh, bad moments. It's been a bit doom and gloom for Boris Johnson, but he's put, you know, you've got to think of the magnificent, Mr. Magnificent he has been since he's been at the realm of Prime Minister. Um, you've got a lot of critics on all sides of their politics. Like I say, 
if there's no left wing and there's no right, right wing, how can we fly? How can we operate? You want to get going on a journey, go on a holiday, get on a plane. There's no left wing and there's no right wing. How's the plane going to operate? You've got a pilot in the cockpit with no wings to, to fly the plane. My goodness. Boris Johnson needs a left wing and needs a right wing, doesn't he? To keep, you know, keep the argument of politics debate going. Keeping, you know, the country motivated, moving, different ideas, different disagreements and agreements to build on things, build on politics. Prime Minister Boris Johnson is on great form, says Deputy PM Dominic Baib. I'm glad someone else can also see what I see. Boris Johnson is on great form. The Deputy PM says, despite criticism over a speech to business leaders on Monday, Prime Minister was branded shambolic after his appearance at the CBI, where he re referenced Pe uh, where he referenced Peppa Pig, qu quoted Lenin, and lost his place. But Dominic Ray praised the Prime Minister's ebullient, bouncy, optimistic, tiggerish uh, character, saying it livens up his speeches. He said there was a stilliness to the PM, adding, we work as a team, as he dismissed the criticism as Westminster's title tattle. The remarks come ahead of Prime Minister's questions at 12 GMT, when Mr Johnson will face questions from Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer and other MPs. I mean, I think uh, Boris Johnson mixed up his notes the other day, and he, you know, he stumbled a little bit, but it doesn't matter. Is it? A, it's a big significance in front of that full national TV, yes. But, you know, mistakes are there to be made. He's talking 365 days a year in front of public eye. He's got to be not only a nuisance and clever in the way he acts most of the time, you're going to make mistakes, it happens. You can have a few bloopers. It happens. It happens all over the nation. It happens in football. Football players, you know, warming up, and he totally misses the ball or something. And it's, it's recorded live on TV. But mistakes are there to be made. Mr Johnson appeared before the CBI conference earlier this week to make his pitch for a green industrial revolution to business. The speech included a recap of the PM's policies, included support for electrical cars, investing into wind power and the government's integrated rail plan. But it drew more negative attention after the impre his impression of a car comparing himself to Moses and his personal antidote from a trip to Peppa Pig World. I was a bit hazy about what I would find at Peppa Pig World, but I loved it, he told the conference. Peppa Pig World is a very much my kind of place. It has very safe streets, disciplines and schools, a heavy emphasis on mass transit systems, I noticed, even if they are a bit stereotypical about Daddy Pig. He asked after the speech, is everything okay? Mr Johnson said he thought people had got the vast majority of the points. He wanted to make that the speech went over well. Tiggerish. Deputy Prime Minister and Justice Secretary, Mr Reid, told BBC Breakfast Peppa Pig, it's a fantastic British export around the world 
and I think that was the point the Prime Minister was making. He's trying to bring ca uh, cartoon into characteristics with politics. It's a good thinking mechanism of Boris Johnson, I'd say. He said he was happy to support the growing reference to the Peppa Pig, as he remembered watching it in his own children. But Mr Reeve insisted the government was focused on the pandemic, the vaccine rollout, the booster jabs and the economy. He added the Prime Minister is, is a ebullient, bouncy, optimistic, tiggerish character as he livens up his speeches in a way that few politicians past and present have done. But actually, there is a silliness to him as Prime Minister and his team, and we work as a team. I mean, how I look at things as well, which is pretty much similar to, I mean, I read books, you know, I watched the, uh, I read the um, Christmas Carol, Ebenezer Scrooge. It's not just about the Ebenezer Scrooge not liking Christmas, being a bar humbug, grumpy old git, you know. The ghost, it's about ghosts at Christmas, we think, as well. It's just about ghosts at Christmas. It's not just about ghosts at Christmas. That ghost was Ebenezer Scrooge's friend. That ghost was Ebenezer Scrooge's best mate. He dies on the first page of the book. Died on the start of the film. He died at the start of the play. It's Ebenezer Scrooge's best mate. They were debt collectors. The book was written by Charles Dickens. What was Charles Dickens thinking while he was writing that book and narrating that story? He wasn't just thinking about ghosts and Ebenezer Scrooge. He's thinking about the public austerity over Christmas around London, around Parliament. It's all based around London, you know, it's based around politics. Charles Dickens was a very, very political man. People don't think past their nose. Even a lot of these programmes that we watch, you know, this talk about Teenage Mutant, Mutant Hero Turtles, for instance. Little turtles. I mean, we we think of turtles, and you, know, you know, adults. You know, adults look and think of turtles, slow, moving, boring creatures. But then you got these teenage mutant hero turtles, that, you know, very very superhuman. Going to go around saving saving people's lives. Teenage mutant hero turtles. You got they got some rat. The, the the rat is like the sensei that you know, <laughs> is like the prime minister of the mutant world. It's amazing, isn't it? You know, the rat. We hate rats. We, try, we want to nuke the rats. <laughs> but, you know, they try and give some sense of form to these creatures. Give them some superior powers to make it interesting for children. Maybe these people um, that made this program also were vegan as well. Who knows? Save the wildlife. There's always a motive behind someone's storyline. That's what I'm trying to get at. Woman's swollen lips. Oh, it's hideous. Woman's swollen lips exploded over a doctor after botched filler. Woman's lips exploded over a doctor after botched filler. Alex, Oakley, <coughs> Alex Oakley's lips ballooned to triple the size after 150 pound treatment. Would you believe it? Lips exploding. Getting these fillers. Why do people get these duck lips? I really don't know. What's the fascination? Look at your lips. You look like you've been punched in the mouth. <laughs> a call centre worker claims fillers made her pout so swollen 
She was left with a giant oozing lip that exploded. Showing her doctor, doctor in pus. Alex Odie Oakley said her top white lip ballooned to the triple its size after 150 pound treatment was incredibly painful and she felt like a stroke victim as she can move the right side of her mouth. I'm to get my lips done. Why can't I get my lips done? You know, being a woman on universal credit, can you survive? You need to get your lips done. You need to get your, you know, fillers on your wrinkles. You need to get your whole face done, don't you? How can I survive? When a 27-year-old contacted the practitioner and injected her lips, she was reportedly told to wait two weeks for it to settle down. To ice them regularly, sleep popped up and eat pineapple. Sleep popped up and, yeah, sleep popped up and eat pineapple. But days later, unable to talk to customers, the call centre banking agent Alex went to A&E where doctors gave her a week-long course of antibiotics. Alex had also contracted a private doctor in a desperate bit bid to tackle a balloon lip, eventually forking out £2,000 to get it treated. So something that costs you £1,000 could now cost you thousands of pounds to get it back to normal. What a waste of money. She's a really pretty girl as well. It's horrific. 27-year-old girl. She's a pretty girl and she's gone and got all treatment to blow up her lips. More for you, young lady. So I say, more for you. Having vowed to never have a lip filler ever again, she was sharing her ordeal to warn others of the potential risks of having cosmetic treatments. Alex from Maidstow Kent said, When I went to work, I knew something was wrong because I was talking and I could just feel my lips weren't moving. I started panicking because I could tell people were looking at it but weren't saying anything. My lip was triple the size it normally is. It was only one side and I kept messaging the girl practitioner. I feel like I've had a stroke as I couldn't move the right side of my mouth. It was the worst pain. It was terrible. I felt so sorry for the doctor and the receptionist as I was screaming. My teeth were fobbing as well as I had no blood circulation. It was a nightmare. The doctor said there was no. Um, the doctor said she was concerned that the pictures I sent you sent her, you could see my lip had turned white, meaning I had no blood flow. She needed to lift my lip up, and but my lip was so swollen she couldn't move it. I was in agony. It looked like a slug on her face. She said she needed to numb, numb her as she needed to see what was going on. She put the needle in her lip, and as soon as she did that, her lip just burst. It exploded and pus went over my doctor. It was the best, it, was, it wasn't the best experience she's ever had, she said. She literally looks like she's been punched square in the mouth. It looks horrific, it really does. She couldn't let her touch her because she's in so much pain. She gave her really strong antibiotics and painkillers and took a sample for her lip and sent it for testing. Alex, who lives with 27-year-old carpenter Will Scott, had lip filler twice previously, 
remedially trained nurse back in 2018 with no problems. But after spotting an offer of one mil or filler for 150 quid with a different practitioner who was recommended by friends, she decided to give it a go. Alex said, I decided to get uh, fillers because I'm insecure about our look. I'd seen people I knew who had it done and I liked what I saw, she says. I feel like I had a quite thin lips. So it's just a little confidence boost. The first time I had my lips done was by a nurse and I paid £200 for 0.5mm. I was happy with the result at first and I wanted to keep doing it. My lips never looked huge but just plump up a little bit. And I've got another one done with her and then I wanted them slightly bigger. After hearing about a beauty therapist from friends who was offering my mill of the filler at 150 quid, Alex took the plunge and booked with her, undergoing treatment on April the 5th, 2019. Over the following two days, Alex's top right lip started to swell and become increasingly painful. Panicked, Alex sent pictures of her face to the practitioner for advice and reassurance and was told her lips looked healthy and to keep taking pain relief. Alex said my friends had used her. I've heard good things about her. She said thousands of followers and was £50 cheaper for, for more filler, filler. After having the filler, my lips were hurting, but it, it was sort of expected. It was a throbbing pain to begin with, but I'd only just got had them, gone and had them done, so I'd think, I wouldn't think anything of it. The next three days, the pain was getting worse. I sent her a picture and she said it was just swollen and that it looked healthy and there's nothing to worry about. Wow. There you go, ladies. Ladies, ladies, I say ladies and gents. Well, gents, advise your girlfriend to not get cosmetic done to their face. That's all I can strongly say about that. In evident, that has given you lip fillers. I've always said it. I don't know why women, why women get their lips done. Um, I think it's, yeah, you know, I'm not going to wipe women off to get it done. You know, women have always been made to try and look elegant since the years of Cleopatra. The years of Cleopatra. What can we do about it? The years of Cleopatra, well before Christ. Eight years, 80 years before Christ, I believe. It's a short while ago I um, studied Cleopatra. I think she died 41, you can research that if I remember rightly. But it's Queen, Queen of Egypt, the slave of Rome. She was like an ambassador in America as well. Where we know her dress sense, the way she dressed, the way she's very elegant in the things she wore. Almost like Tutankhamun, wasn't she? Very, very, very elegant. Woman idol. The empire of women. She won the woman's right to vote. Anyway, Doctor placed hidden cameras. 
Doctor plays hidden cameras in Basden's hostel to spy on women. This is another an array of women offenders by you know a series of men. There's one in Clacton on sea as well. Um, by guys, you know, it's only a younger than me. Uh, Daniel Story worked at Wren's Butchers in Clacton Sea, where I was born. I will say about it because you know it's 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 it's, it's, it's disgusting that inhumane people live it amongst their society. The chance I might be let out if you get you know on bail, at least on bail, anyway. He's got his, he's got his sent, he's got to be sentenced. He's got, I mean, he might have a bail, a bail term till he gets sentenced to prison. It's what happens. He'd be, he might be let out after six years. Penetration, apparently, to children, and sacking similar sort of things. This holding his phone camera over his girlfriend's salon while women are getting changed. I'm getting some wires in probably a sunbed salon, but I'm not quite sure. He has now been jailed for sickening crimes. Doctor, this is now. Finesh Godani has been jailed for putting hidden cameras in rooms to spy on women. Boyerism is what it is, boyerism. A despicable doctor has been jailed for spying on women with hidden cameras inside Exit Hospital and other properties. Anyone know of any of the things like this? Even sending naked pictures to girls on social media, especially things like Facebook. Facebook's not really a place for sending pictures, nor is Instagram. They invented Snapchat, but you've got to be very careful on Snapchat because there's a lot of young users on there. So you know how you condone your professionalism. There's a new crime out now, cyber crime, where you're sending sexual... Um, endorsements to induce or influence a relationship overseas, so I mean, it's a crime, you can't get done. Some reports are you can get done. I don't know how badly you get done, but they're making it a crime, they put you know, market community service or something. Finesh God Harnia, 33, carried out his vile crimes over eight year period of 2012 to 2020 when he was initially a medical student and went on to qualify as a doctor. Tell you what, community service may be a good idea. There's a lot of uh, voluntary work out there. Why don't they make it a community service if um, someone puts indecent exposure and they're not happy with how people are acting? Do that. He was arrested in November 2020 following an investigation by the Eastern Region Special Operations Unit. God Harnia admitted setting up a covert cameras to film a number of victims without their knowledge, as well as using key logging software and NHS computers to fraudulently obtain data relating to both colleagues and passwords. The only thing with too much, um, you know, crime, like I mean, you could be in a relationship, but how can you prove he's in a, rela a relationship, boyfriend and girlfriend, not engaged, not married, in a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship, you know? You've been sleeping together. You've got a bit of a like, six-month relationship going on. You've been sleeping together, doing the usual thing that you're doing in a relationship. That well, you send a picture. That can be used as evidence against you, and you're in a relationship. You know, you might have an argument with your girlfriend that day, and she might think actually, I've actually start she starts fancying someone else over you, sort of thing. So I'm going to get 
my boyfriend that I was you know that I've been telling her I strongly love and strongly involved with she can then use that as evidence against you. I'm only saying from a male's perspective because I'm a male, but and vice versa as well. Always got a member of take you know, shoe on your foot. Um me you likewise if we date a woman and find something better better around the corner. Not that I, not that I am gonna do that, but I'm saying it could happen. Something better along comes around the corner. Well, I'm gonna use that evidence. My girlfriend sent sent me a naked picture of her bum this morning or sent me the Lingonier picture this morning. I'm gonna send that as in to put her police as evidence. Use that against her. You know? Then you've got to try and prove that using a relationship to back, you know, back that argument, otherwise they can get nicked in community service. Anyway, the offences happened at Basman Hospital and other properties in Essex. He also admitted to hacking a number of women's iCloud accounts, gaining access to sexually explicit photos of them, as well as personal information such as passwords. Gordiana and Marlingford Way, Norfolk, admit seven accounts of voyeurism and eight counts of unauthorised access to computer material. Wow. I know this, this is a total different ball game what we're reading about in a minute, so I beg my pardon. Detective Sergeant Ian Russell from Erso's Cybercrime Unit said, These were despicable actions by a man in position of trust, and I'm really pleased he now will be facing time behind bars. I'd like to thank the victims for the bravery fought in this case. It's thanks to their support and courage that the Guardiana has been jailed. This abhorrent behaviour is never acceptable and will work hard to ensure that those who took the safety to advantage of others, it was sickening, we are identified and made to face consequences of their actions. I just want to talk about this cyber thing before we head off the show. Cyber flashing. Cyber flashing. Just what I was just saying. Cyber flashing likely to become a criminal offence. Stories suggested. Ministers are working towards making the unsolicited sending of obscene images via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth a criminal offence. Culture Secretary Nadine Dorries has said. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She told MPs that cyber flashing was likely to be within the scope of up and coming online safety bill. And she had the online platforms who failed in their duty to to close Oh my battery's gonna bear me two seconds. To care for users would face criminal sanctions. They must change their behaviour now, Miss Dory's added. Cyber flashing involves with sending of obscene pictures using Bluetooth or peer-to-peer Wi-Fi networks. This often happens while people are in public places such as on trains or buses. I mean, yeah, that's very important. I mean, I've I get I've got a couple of funny friends, you know, not they're not they're not mates, you know. We, you're not going to get your mate in trouble, are you? You're not going to... Mates I've grown up, you know, grown up with little, whichever, you know, whichever way they went in life, it's not all our fault, you know? But still your mate. They're mate, they're mate through almost like blood, aren't they, when you grow up with them? Um, but yeah, it's in ob- ob- obscure vid- video 
videos and I may have done back to them, you know, over the past. And you're on a train or they're in the dentist themselves or you're in the doctors and you open it up, you're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe he's done that. He's a strange old guy, but you just, you're just angered at the situation. At the time you opened the, the, the video message or the joke, it's gone a bit, you know, it's gone a bit too far in the wrong place. So you're a bit, you know, you're angered as such, you know. Not, not meaningfully to be angered, it's your, it's your friend, but the time, there's a time and place that you could open it. <laughs> you just wish you didn't open that kind of material at a certain time. It happens. Prime Minister Boris Johnson said last week the cyber flashing should be illegal. And the Law Society recommended in July that a specific, specific offence should be created. Asked about this when she appeared before the Commons Digital Culture, Media and the Sports Committee. For the first time entering the cabinet, Miss Dory said, my information is that much of that is actually in the scope of the bill and included in the work that we're doing. Cyber flashing has been a criminal offence for more than a decade in Scotland, but it's not yet one in England, Wales and Northern Ireland. Questioned over whether digital platforms failing to exercise a duty of care for users should face criminal sanctions. Miss Dory's replied absolutely yes. She added, It is a case for those online platforms can change their behaviours now. They can apply their own terms and conditions now. They can remove harmful algorithms right now. They don't need to wait for the bills to come to the floor of the House of the Commons to change the way they behave. During a two-hour evidence session, Miss Dory's denied frequently using the term snowflake and lefty. Asked what her definition of a snowflake lefty was, she joked, probably my kids. And then asked what an Islington lefty was, she replied again, one of my kids. Culture Secretary also denied a recent story that she threatened to cut BBC's funding after today's programme presenter Nick Robson told the Prime Minister Boris Johnson to stop talking during an interview. The Sunday Times reported that Miss Dories had told that Ali's Nick Robinson has cost the BBC a lot of money. But she told the committee, I've never criticised Nick Robinson. I didn't hear the interview that I was supposed to have criticised and I never made a comment. It was attributed to me, but nobody can actually say I said it. Miss Dories also described decision to remove male and female categories at Music Brit Awards from the next year as said. She added that she was concerned in the future that women were not fairly represented into those awards. I just want to say thank you all for listening. Please make sure you subscribe to Proclamation News and Gatherance ladies and gents. It's very important that we have you guys on board supporting the show, it really does help us um, actually build up a great audience, hopefully ones that can comprehend with this further shows. Should I hold a question time, that's down to the audience, would people like to participate in question time? That's the question. We've got some uh, lovely listeners on board, let's have a look, who's in, I don't even know who's it even now. Got 12 listeners according to my. Let's have a look. I can't see you listening, but thank you for listening. That's all I can say. 
Thank you for listening. As is crying, police call off Branchy um, Park after girl was sexually assaulted. The victim is being safeguarded by specialist officers. It's been sexually assaulted. It's a big thing just recently, I don't know what it is. A teenage girl was allegedly sexually assaulted near a park in Braintree yesterday morning. The victim had been walking near to the park just off Goldenham Drive when the indecent took place. Essex police were called to the area just after 9am. They were they erected a cordon around the site. The girl has now been safeguarded by special officers and detectives continued their investigation. No arrests have been made of yet. However, the inquiries are ongoing. So if anyone hears anything, please send their significant information over to Essex Police or hit Crime Stoppers. You can do it anonymously, but why would you need to do it anonymously? I'm out there. Be open and tell people how it is shape up Britain for the better, make people think about their actions. Officers, officers will continue to remain in the area throughout today as a highly visible police presence. Meanwhile, police are appealing for any information of dash cam, doorbell or CCTV footage from the area to get in touch, including Godham Drive, Park Drive, Factory Coast or Forsyth Drive, areas between 8am and 9am yesterday morning to come forward. Detective Inspector Kevin Hughes, who is leading the investigation, said, I understand there will be concern within the community as a result of this incident, as my team are acutely aware of this too. Residents will be noted the last policing presence in the area throughout today and will continue throughout tonight and tomorrow as we progress our inquiries. Our investigation will focus on one hour between 8am and 9am and appeal to anyone in Gundam Drive Park Drive Factory cars and Forsyth Drive areas also have dash cam, doorbell or CTV footage available to come forward and speak to us if you have not already done so. So, um, you know, one, you know, what things you can look out for, Langer, if you're in that area or people, you know, you might not be in the area and the guy might come to your area, he's, he's going to start spouting his business before long because his search warrant's going out for his arrest. It's all over the media. People speak. Keep your ears open, check for social media, see if you can see anything significant that may lead to this crime. It's very important that we make safety within Paramount, especially for our young ladies. Men as well, because men, you know, it's important. Men can get pinned, young young lads can be, get taken by women also. I don't think it's uh, heard of much, but it's out there. Anyone with footage and information of the incident should call 101 and site incident 263 on November 22nd. You can also submit a report online using the live chat button or give information crime stoppers anonymously on I am Sorry ladies, you find that um, significantly strange that I do try and protect all society, man and woman. I'm trying to, you know, take it from a Mary Wollstonecraft's perspective of men and women think the same and a capable of the same things. So I'm trying to, you know, young lads as well, you know, it's just important. And it's important that we uh, protect just vulnerable people. A young lad is vulnerable to an older lady, I'm sure. Absolutely. I know ladies that are hell of a stronger than me. I'm not strong at all. I am not strong at all. I, I, get, I have, you know, 
I can fend for myself in certain scenarios rather not getting that situation, believe me. Um, I can fend for myself if need be in certain situations, but I'd rather not. I'm a father, I'm a grown father. Um, I like to look after my well-being, my mental health, and be safe, same as everyone else. Thank you all for tuning in. It's Proclamation News and Gatherings. I really appreciate it, um, supporting the show. Please share. It's made this great divide a safer, safer place. In a political spectrum, think first, think safety, common sense, always talking about criminology, voyeurism, uh, rapism, scumism, <laughs> just, you know, inhumanism. My political sphere is also trying to stop um, pollution, giving people advice about stop non-essential travel to town centres. Use the bus, use the bus, use a taxi, use what's there to save fuel emissions. COP26, it's all about it. If we can start making a big difference rather than thinking, well, China's, well, China's more polluting than us, we should just carry on as a normal day. No, we've got to start, we start somewhere and then the rest will follow. Make a difference to big China. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. It's Proclamation News again. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday. Wednesday, the 24th of November. It's almost a weekend. Smack back in the middle of the week. But thank you for coming through. Take care. One love. Speak soon.